Whatnot's Reactor Core number 93. My name is Kyle Springer, and I am joined by Melissa Wilkinson. Melissa, how are you? Hello. I'm doing okay. 93 already. We're getting up there. Yeah, we are. We're working our way up there. Uh, on on that note, just a, a, a quick thing for, for people to keep an eye out for episode mm-hmm. 100 which is coming up real soon. We don't know exactly when it's going to hit yet, uh, but keep an eye out because we want to do something special for episode 100. But that being said, here and now, we are here to talk about Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Uh, I'm excited to dive into this one. We'll have some spoiler-free thoughts here at the start, uh, but then after that, we will get into spoilers. And start breaking down the movie. Um, my 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 weekend has been good. I I've been I I still don't know what you thought of of this because you saw it just yesterday and I saw it yes. like the first night it came out on Wednesday. <laughs> um, but I've 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 been waiting for more people to kind of get their thoughts out there so I can be like, all right, mm-hmm. I can start talking about this too. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it it, it 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 was good. I I had a blast watching this movie. Uh, one of my most anticipated of the year, I believe. Um, yeah, this was a lot of fun. I I do have to say, did not live up to my expect or not not expectations. That's not the right thing. My experience seeing the first one. I I had such a mm. magical experience seeing the first Black Panther that I think will be one of like the highlights of my life. <laughs> I'm just a great experience in the theater being like one of the only white people uh, mm-hmm. there. We had to wait in line while we were waiting in line. People were singing and dancing. They were in all Aww. kinds of like African garb and stuff uh, this time since I have moved away from the location uh, that I am as in from that one, I'm in a new place and I'm just not not the same vibes, uh, which was not as fun, but mm-hmm. still had a great time with this one. Well, what about you? I had a, a very good time seeing it. My tradition is to see movies on a Saturday morning. We saw this at about twelve fifteen. And that can be a quieter time at the movie theater we go to. It's one of the reasons why we pick Saturday mornings. There's a good crowd. We sat in front of like a whole row of a family. There's there's one guy who had some very big laughs throughout the film, and I was very happy for him. <laughs> That's good. So yeah, that's 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 good. I'm glad you had a blast. Uh, what did you think? That that's that, that's my my next big question is what what were your thoughts on the movie itself? It's impressive. It's beautiful. It was a very satisfying experience. I don't think it really blew my mind or or, or broke me in any way. I wonder if I had a milder experience with this film than some other people did. Sure. I did thoroughly enjoyed it. It really did check the boxes of everything I wanted to see. <laughs> Truly an exemplary piece of work. I gotcha. I gotcha. Yeah. It's uh I I I think I felt kind of the same way. I went into this with very, very high expectations. Um 
and I, I think for the most part, it held up. Like I, I, it, it was very, very good. I liked the action. Uh, I, I, I think emotions were high going into this. I do think this is a very emotional film. Yes. But I think because my expectations was like, I'm going to go in here and I'm going to cry my eyes out, all that stuff. I, I don't think it was as emotional as I was expecting. It still is. Mm-hmm. And in the right places, uh, I was just expecting to cry more than I did in, in yes, this. Yes, um, me too. But I, I know that's super personal. Like everybody's yes, yeah. experience varies. Like I got teared up, but I'll say without saying Absolutely. anything more that it wasn't until the post credit scene that I really cried. Interesting. Interesting. For me, it was the start. It was the, the like opening oh. Marvel, like lo- yeah. logo. Is, is that the right word? Yeah. They're, they're like, it is a logo animatic. I mean, it's the logo, but it's not just like a static. It's like an animatic. It's an animation. I call it like a. I I typically call it a fanfare, Fanfare. but I I think the fanfare refers to the music, and there was no music. You sit quietly with your thoughts. Absolutely, yeah. That that was the thing that like got me right right, right at the start because it's all it's Mm -hmm. all uh, pictures and clips and stuff of Chadwick Boseman uh, Mm -hmm. in that like MCU logo animation fanfare thing that they do. But it's silent. Um, yeah, it's just it, it's a moment of silence for for for, yeah. for him there, and it was it was just like oh, I'm so I know, sad. and I I know at that time Disney Plus changed the opening Marvel logo on Black Panther on its streaming service to those mm-hmm. visuals, but I don't remember if it was silent then. I just rewatched Black Panther last week, but it's back to the the normal marvel opening that it would have been at that time i think maybe they use the chadwick tribute just as a for a limited time i don't know how long you know since i watched this movie like summer 2020 and then now i don't know when they turned it off but yeah they had that the i think the this same tribute visual they had playing in front of black panther for a while but yeah the yeah. silence is it is very effective i this movie made so many good choices <laughs> Like, I, I came I out of so the too. movie saying, like, this did not blow my mind in any way. Not like the trailer did. That trailer was such an Ooh. incredible moment. I don't think I felt on the same level about the movie as I did about the trailer. Like, it's still very, very good, but it wasn't like, I didn't feel like I was reeling from anything after the end of it. There's so many points throughout the movie. I'm like, I agree. I agree with these choices. You're making good choices. You did a very good job. Good job, Ryan Googler. You made good choices. <laughs> I didn't give him all the stickers. Best student in the class, Ryan. <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I I I like this film. I'm I'm struggling to find things about this film that I really did not like, or I I I took like some like can i at least like nitpick at a few things and i i like i'm struggling to find things that i really disliked about the film i i don't think it was too long i think all the performances were great uh Mm. i think it opened us up to a new corner of the mcu that i'm excited to explore a little bit more 
Um, I think the, the some new information about other characters, some returning uh, ones, was I think some very interesting <laughs> details uh, in, in here <laughs> for sure. I I don't know if this is the reaction other people had, but like the detail we learn about a, su- a supporting character is like the thing Maybe that was the, the most, most shocking thing. for me. Yes. Right. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> like not anything happening in Wakanda or Talokan. It's a fact about another supporting character that yep. I am thinking exactly about. Exactly what you're talking now. about. <laughs> right. <laughs> We're on the same page here. Yes. Um, but yeah, I mean the 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 costuming, the music, the mm. the, the the action, it's just it's all beautiful uh, in, yes. in, in, in this. And I don't like I, I, I feel like the, the pace of this movie, too, was was paced out really, really well. I don't feel like. Yes. I mean, I, I, I still want to see more of uh, the Telekahan is the name of the, the underwater heady. But mm-hmm. I, I don't feel like it was like man we barely got to see that like i don't know no i I felt like everything was like yes i'm satisfied Mm -hmm. yeah yeah it is a very well-toned well-paced movie you're introduced to these new concepts and new characters and i think you do get to know them very well you get a solid introduction to namor and into uh riri williams she's Mm -hmm. very fun i really love both of these new characters Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Trying to think of what what else I can say about it. I I, I think if you are someone who has seen the first Black Panther, I I think you can kind of just go into this one without having seen really anything else. You don't necessarily need to know the events of Infinity War or Endgame. Yeah, if you just know that there's like one or two mentions of it, but that's kind of it. Yeah, it's. Mostly just like it sort of marks time for them. If you just know the summary of Infinity War, you're good. You're good to go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, 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 I liked that in terms of how accessible it, 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 that this movie was. You really only needed to see the first one and that was it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, man, it, it's still just at the end of the day, it just it really sucks that Ch- Ch- Chadwick Boseman yeah. is not not here to to be in, in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but rest in peace, to Ch- Chadwick yes, Boseman. Yes, absolutely. I think this movie was a, an absolutely fitting tribute. <laughs> I don't think they could have done anything more. For sure. For sure. Uh, well, that being said, that's kind of spoiler furry th- thoughts on that. Go check it out if you have not yet. Uh, real quickly, before we get into housekeeping, though, I did want to uh, run down the box office mojo stuff that I like <laughs> looking at. Uh, so we are recording this on the Sunday night of opening weekend. Mm. Uh, and domestically, uh, the movie has made one hundred and eighty million internationally it has made 150 million uh and worldwide 330 million dollars lots of good money there right Um, (laughs) if anybody had any doubt (laughs) this was going to be a major blockbuster indeed indeed 
With that, uh, I say we take a quick break for some housekeeping. And when we come back, we will dive into the movie itself. Uh, So we will be right back. We put a lot of hard work into the shows that we make. And yes, we make multiple different shows here at The Whatnots. And we'd love it if you check them all out. You can find out more information on our website at thewhatnots.com, as well as your favorite podcasting platform of choice. When you type in The Whatnots, all of our shows will pop up right there. Just don't forget to give us a nice rating and review if you like the shows. If you want to support what we do here at The Whatnots, patreon.com slash The Whatnots is the best place to do that. You can support us for as little as a dollar a month. You can get all kinds of exclusive content at the $3 tier. You can also get a shout out and a thank you on all of our shows at the $5 tier. You can support us on Twitch by subscribing to our channel at twitch.tv slash the whatnots. And we would love to have you all join us for our live streams and talk with us in the chat. And lastly, we have merch. If you'd like to grab yourself a shirt or a sweatshirt or a mug or something else, go to the whatnots.com slash store to pick up some merch today. And we are back. A big shout out to all of our Patreon supporters. Thank you so much uh, for supporting Thank us, you. for checking us out. Uh, it means a lot to us. Cool, cool things that we've been up to here at the Whatnots. Of course, uh, on the here on the Reactor Core, we have our reactions yeah. up to Star Wars Andor. Our most recent one covers uh, seven through nine. We're going to do one more once the show ends or once season one ends. Uh, on that I, I know melissa you and i are also looking forward to 1899 on netflix uh, yeah and in some capacity we're gonna be covering that i don't know how many episodes in total we're gonna do on that just mm. one or two two or three who knows mm. we will figure it out real soon so be on the lookout for that uh on the review show uh, I we are about to read a comic book called Die, uh, which the author itself pitches as goth Jumanji. It's about a bunch of adults <laughs> who uh, played a tabletop RP- RPG, got sucked into it. And the nightmare that they lived out in that that RPG is now coming back to haunt them uh, and stuff like that. Uh, that's been a lot of fun. You should go ch- check out the review show. The Captain's Log is our weekly kind of off-topic show. We've been catching up on pop culture news and stuff that's been happening in our lives recently. Uh, So there you go. That is The Captain's Log. That is all the housekeeping we got for you right here, right now. Let's get back to Black Panther. Uh, But with Mm -hmm. that said, spoilers. Let's get into spoilers for Black Panther. All right. Um, so as we typically do, I have my notes pulled up here. We'll mm-hmm. only do kind of the broad strokes of what's yeah. happening. Plot wise, I, I I took notes or made notes for all of those um, those broad strokes. Uh, and then we can kind of use that as a jumping off point mm-hmm. for what we want to talk about and discuss in the film. and. All of that good stuff. So uh, the film opens, of course, with T'Challa's funeral. 
The rest of the mm-hmm. world is now looking for scraps of vibranium outside of Wakanda, and they may have found some underwater using a machine that a scientist has created to track vibranium. Uh, but the whole thing is mysteriously foiled, and the world immediately assumes it was Wakanda trying to protect its most valuable resources. I'll stop right there and go to Melissa. Melissa, what did you think of T'Challa's funeral? What was going through your mind uh, with all of that stuff? Uh, the funeral's really beautiful. It's a lot of what we've seen in the trailers. I I was told that, I think it was in Jessica Clemens' video for New Rockstars where she says, they get this out of the way early. Like, you don't like yes. watch the movie in dread of knowing that this death is going to happen. It is right there at the beginning. It's uh, unnamed illness doesn't need to be named. And I that's definitely the right way to go. And something I'd been thinking about going into this movie was that Wakanda has proven itself to be so, so technologically adept beyond anything of mere mortals. Like, how are they going to include an illness that actually killed somebody, killed their king? And I, I there's the inclusion that he used to tell anybody for a very long time, which I know is is representative of the journal that uh, the journey that Chadwick Boseman was on. It's it's a very sad choice, but I think it works, and I think it's a really nice, a really effective starting point for Shuri, and that she's the one who can solve any problem. This is the one problem yeah. she could not solve, and there's a question of if he had just told me earlier, could I have solved it? Like yeah. so there's that question of missing time. There's that question of she's right. Like the second when he's dying, she's still like punching numbers into her computer and having the Trevor Noah AI talk back to her like, all right, what's the level at now? What's the level at now? That's not high enough, but I have to run with it. I have to start 3D printing the hard shaped arm. I have to do anything I can. Like she's right up to the wire with this. And you can tell that it really haunts her. Like this movie mm. starts off yes. on such a, a haunting note in that regard not haunting to, to her specific character i think it's i think it's it's sad it's beautiful it's very honorable and it really puts you in the right starting place for what shuri's journey is in this movie which is just uh, a series of tragedies it kind of is yeah um that that is the 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 thing. I I think they did the only thing they could do to explain his mm. death. That it was this yeah. undisclosed illness. Like they they don't necessarily know exactly what it was. Like maybe maybe his immediate loved ones know mm. what that it is, but they don't share that information out. Um, because that is the thing is that like Wakanda is technologically medically like that much more advanced mm. than everyone else in the mcu and as soon as they name it they probably could have cured it it's like oh haven't Mm, they already cured right so they kind of just had to do the the thing which i i I think is the only thing but like you said the right thing because it also mirrors chadwick boseman's actual journey that he just didn't really tell people that he was Mm dealing with this um which is why it's such a shock for 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 everyone yeah so but yeah i mean the 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 whole thing was 
beautiful. I, I, I like the mix of both sadness and celebration yeah. uh, within the funeral march, right? They start out uh, in the woods, it seems like, uh, where they, mm. they might actual. I'm not sure yeah. exactly if they are actually burying him out there. Like, that's actually where he's being laid to rest. And the march is more of a celebration for the people um because they, mm-hmm. they, they then take the casket from that wooded place march it all th- th- through the streets of wakanda right up to the royal palace uh and then the the coffin gets like lifted up by one yeah. of the ships and then <laughs> taken off somewhere we don't know we don't know yeah, what I, happened with that i was unclear on if this was purely symbolic or if yeah there was a physical body in the physical coffin or even if there isn't where it's the coffin going but it did it was a weird emotional punch when the coffin just is lifted vertically up and like the tractor beam of the wakandan ship to see the coffin this like representation of t'challa and of chadwick like stand up in front of you (laughs) it was a weird feeling it it was a really weird feeling but like them out in the woods that was the like real Mm. personal emotional sadness that you got there uh as uh, a few of the characters are walking the casket down the street they are still very somber they're sad Mm -hmm. but literally everyone else is singing they're dancing they're celebrating Mm -hmm. It, it, it is this like happy joyous not not in a like disrespectful way like yay the king is dead but like yeah in in this like we really just want to celebrate his life Mm -hmm. um and god it was beautiful beautiful stuff yeah i we spend so much i don't feel like we know the the average wakandan citizen and their mindset very well i don't know when we would have slowed down and had the time to do that so this isn't a complaint but you do wonder what just like the average person is thinking uh, after having one king die so suddenly and then the next king die so suddenly. Like, yeah. And what, what, what are, how are you? Are you scared? How do you how do you feel in that situation? But to see all of them, you know, in, the, in their full regalia dancing so so skillfully and so joyfully, it is, it is a really lovely showing that they're yeah. even if you don't know how they're feeling, they're at least putting on. A, a very brave and celebratory face to like do what perhaps the royal family cannot in that time. Agreed. Yeah. Um, so yeah, then I, I think pretty much immediately we start he, he, hearing like, okay, they're dealing with the death of their king. What's the rest mm. of the world up to? Yeah. Um, and they are searching for any scrap of vibranium that they can get their hands on because mm. um, they know even just a small bit can do a lot. Yeah. Um, and essentially that leads them to this underwater expedition. They think they found some ship or some rock or something that has vibranium in it. They're testing it out. They're not entirely sure yet. Uh, and yes, they find vibranium or what they think it is vibranium and right as they're actually about to test it things go mysteriously wrong in this underwater <gasps> location um 
I, I, I think at the same time, this is also where we get there's the other location. I, it's more the like bank robbery well, first, heist looking. Yeah. First, you get that like bit, yeah. heist sort of scene uh, with the French soldiers trying to take something from this Wakandan outreach center. And then it's the, the Dora Milaje in disguise who take him down. Intercut with that. Queen Ramonda at the UN. Baller ass move. <laughs> <laughs> it's very cool. I I liked her at the UN talking to <laughs> Toby from the West Wing. Yeah, was very happy to see that guy. I love the reveal that we're not seeing something cross cut. We're seeing a flashback, and then the Dora Milaje in new outfits we've never seen them in before. It was kind of fun to see them in clothes that aren't for battle or for ceremony. They're right, just yeah. nice outfits. Nice, slightly more business casual Dora Milaje where they like march all those French soldiers in and the French uh, French representatives wincing. Yeah. An, an excellent like, start. Mm, and yeah. I think a really fun, <laughs> an, an appropriately fun way to pick up the mood after that. Yeah. Yeah. Because, um, yeah, we, the, that is like the first bit of a- 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 action that we get. Yeah. Uh, and then... Pretty much immediately goes into like the first bit of mystery of like what happened to this underwater excursion, right? What what I, is going on here? I loved that uh, attack on the ship. I think that was such a rad scene where you've got the divers underwater and they're like big puffy spacesuits, and one of them like the, just them getting lost in the dark, and one of them turns around and they're like, "I can't find the other guy." And Lake Bell's like, "What do you mean you?" like you can't see him and it's like no like the his ricking is there he is missing i don't know where he is and then the the talokan sirens doing the siren call to like make everybody just like walk off the edge of the boat this scene was kind of scary in a way i really liked it's so dark (laughs) it's it's truly and the fact that these characters have no idea what's going on and you as the audience uh, you like we we saw the trailers. You know we're in the know. We know we're getting introduced to the Talokans, the equivalent of these Atlantean underwater people. But mm-hmm. we didn't know. At least I didn't know. Oh, they have a siren song. Like this was not something I knew yeah. was in their power set. And if you're like just walking into this movie not knowing anything about it, you tr- you must also be completely lost. I l- really dug what an unnerving scene this was. And I like that amidst all the different moods that this movie has, how tragic and honorable and celebratory and fun and action packed, like everything it got to be, it also got to be a little scary sometimes. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, yeah. I, I liked the scene a lot. It, I, I think some oddly enough, some of the best scenes in the MCU happen on boats. Uh, <laughs> right, we, we we get the 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 uh, Captain America Winter yeah. Soldier Kane on that boat. Yeah, so good. Uh, this too, I I oddly really like. I don't think it's as good as Captain America running around that that boat there, but uh, still it was just like it was a scene I was not ex- expecting. Yeah. To be like, oh, they have this like siren song that makes these. <laughs> people commit suicide like that's mm-hmm. heavy stuff um yes there's such a huge body count in this movie 
I think this might be the biggest body count in an MCU movie. Sans dusting. I'm not going to count a dusting as a body count. Yeah, but then, like, the I blip. guess at the end of Infinity War, where there's like cars plummeting and other cars with no driver, it's probably this Infinity War and maybe like Age of Ultron with the highest body counts. Like, right. Yeah. This is such a disaster. Yeah. Uh, and immediately, the entire world just kind of assumes that whoever took out this boat, it, it had to have been the Wakandans because yeah. they were looking for vibration and the Wakandans have most of that. So why wouldn't they want to protect their most valuable a- asset? Right? Like that just, it makes mm-hmm. sense. But the Wakandans are like, we, well, what do you mean? Like, we don't know anything about this. Um, and we, we, eventually we get a scene where uh, it goes back to Wakanda and it's Queen Ramunda and Shari and they're still trying to mourn and cope with the loss mm. of T'Challa. Um, they, mm. they go out by themselves uh, to do this yeah. ritual to, to just kind of move on um, to yeah. like, hey, let's, let's burn these outfits uh, to, mm. to here so we, we can ju- just kind of wash ourselves clean and start new here. Yeah. This is where Namor makes himself known. Oh, so here's what I, what, what an entrance I have to say here. Yes, yeah, go ahead. No, I just well, first I want to mention it is a year after the death. I don't know if we know exactly when all this takes place in the MCU timeline. Not a major concern. Somebody will figure that out in a couple weeks. But yeah. I I do like that Queen Ramonda is grieving uh about as well as somebody can in this circumstances, but she knows that Shuri is not doing well. Shuri's like absolutely throwing herself into her work. She's got all of her scientists working with her on like uh, action plans for problems that have not arisen yet. She's in full like Tony Stark building Ultron mode. Uh, Just like I have to. Yeah. Yeah. She's a good way. She's trying to build a suit of armor around Wakanda and for more like, uh, smaller and protectable problems. She's like, well, how do I cure every disease? How do I protect everything? How do I make everything safe? Queen Ramonda's like, uh, how about you just take your mom for a drive? I've got something for us to do. We're going to burn the ceremonial funeral clothes. You do this and it, it ends the mourning period and it begins the sort of next period of your life. And she does it. But before Shuri can do it, that's when Namor just like walks out of the ocean like James Bond. Right. Yeah. <laughs> So Namor makes himself known to Queen Ramonda and Princess Shuri, essentially asking them to deliver to him the scientist that made the device that was uh, searching for the vibranium and for them to keep him and his people's existence a secret Mm. in exchange for not destroying Wakanda. Um, and it's 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 a really really interesting scene, uh, which is immediately followed by Agent Ross uh, being able to point Sherry in the right direction of a of Riri Williams, a young mm. woman in college who not only originally designed that vibranium tracking machine, but has also been building her own Iron Man suit. Uh, and just as Shuri and Okoye are asking Riri to c- c- come with them, the feds sh- show up. Things go sideways real c- 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 
heroic and it all ends with Shuri and Riri being captured uh, by Namor and his people. Mm-hmm. So here's where some interesting things start to happen in this film. <laughs> I, so, yeah, I, I think Namor immediately sh- showing up all stealthy in the middle of the night, like you said, walking mm-hmm. out of the ocean like James Bond. Um, or well, walking out of like a river, like he sure, had to yes. have quite a journey to get to like in like inner landlocked Wakanda in the middle of Africa. Who knows how right. long he's been traveling? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, but he just kind of shows up and they are confused. They're scared. They're like, who is this guy? How mm. did you get in here? Because their borders should be protected. Uh, and he is adorned in his typical like not speedo speedo boxer brief kind of things like (laughs) as well as all of this jewelry uh which (sighs) it it does not necessarily shine the purple vibe Mm. colors that we're used to but shuri immediately recognizes it it's like he's decked out in vibe here uh and once he decides to leave and walk away they turn around and that giant machine is there uh, and they're just like yeah fuck he wasn't alone like he like they they are a lot stronger than we thought we i mean not that they barely knew who they Mm, were but was just like okay we're dealing with someone who's a lot stronger than we're used to mm. <laughs> right we're not sure exactly where their power level is and i, I thought that was a, an interesting way to like introduce the power to, like yeah. to the wakandans not by like let's explode something but like let's be stealthy mm. yes right it's just like huh interesting like not what i thought would have been but again <laughs> good choice ryan coogler <laughs> right Cor- a fantastic introduction. One of the most effective introductions to a character, I think, since we met Sam Wilson. That's one of my favorites. I think often of that jogging scene. I still really like it. Great stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Good stuff with that. Uh, immediately, once I heard like two or three times that a scientist had made this m- 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 machine, that's when I leaned over to my partner and I was like, I bet you it's Rayry. I, I g- g- guarantee yeah. you it's Rayry. Uh, and yes, that is exactly who it is. Uh, and we are pointed in that direction by Agent Ross. Good old Agent yeah. Ross. We got to check in on him mm-hmm. here. He's just out in the middle of the woods uh in in virginia running around much like the 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 opening to uh silence of the lambs where we see uh (laughs) what's her name like running around there right Maurice, yeah Uh, and he's going for a jog with his red hot chili peppers (laughs) yeah right instead 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 of like physically training to pass the He's just out there, like minding his own business and mm-hmm. swatting at mm-hmm. a b- 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 bug stuff yeah. like that. And it tra- turns out to be a, like a little drone c- camera uh, thing that leads him to the Wakandans who are out there and being like, "Hey, yeah, what's uh, what's what's happening here?" 
<laughs> I like that it, at first he thinks it's a bug and then he, he notices the bug is tracking his exact movements and he's like, oh, I know what this is. And he's like, you guys couldn't have just called me. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> She's like, why would you think I have your number? <laughs> Which is a great response. Um, yeah, he, he's one of my favorite like side ca- characters yeah. of the MCU. I'm glad that he got to be in this one again. Um but uh, yeah, he, he points us in the direction of Riri Williams. Melissa, what did you think of Riri? She's really charming. I like her a lot. I like that she's running this side hustle where she will help people with their homework for like eight hundred dollars. Yeah, it's it's not even that. Like, well, I. I i think in that one case yeah she was helping him i feel like she does other shadier stuff though it's not like i will help you with your homework and you can pay me for all the work i did but it's like hey can you like hack in and change my grade or get my cousin accepted to harvard or who knows what right I know she's an engineer. I, I, I she's a builder, so I don't know if like hacking is also like one of the things she's super super good at. But she seems like she could be at least pretty good at anything. She's she's. I love going enough. to visit her garage. Yeah, yeah she's like re- restoring this old car. She talks about how like her stepdad, I think, was a mechanic and would like give her some tools when she's like three years old. She's like, I've always been doing this. She's nineteen. She's an MIT. She's uh, got her Chicago city flag up in her dorm room. I like that. I like knowing somebody else's pillow. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I was kind of expecting her to be from Detroit, uh, especially with her like working on that car and stuff. Just D- D- Detroit <laughs> being like a big car city. Uh, and and just like hey you like i it would be understandable that like a mechanic would come out of that teddy uh but they they placed I, her in chicago and i'm i'm not sure I, how accurate that is to the comics if she's from chicago i think it is i think that well, that too. is her origin story she is from chicago yes interesting they have okay, cars yeah, all like, over america you know <laughs> oh d- Really? We have no cars here in Oklahoma, Melissa. I understand it. You won't be ride a horse. They had the like the like factories in Detroit for the cars. Though that's what like that is. It's the Motor City. Come on. True. It is not the Windy City. This is not like she's like I'm from Chicago. I build wind turbines. I'm harnessing the wind. Right, <laughs> right. I'm from St. Uh, Louis. I just build a lot of arches. I don't know what they're good for, but boy, do I keep building them. <laughs> McDonald's seems to like me. I don't know why, but uh, <laughs> right. I'm a secret McDonald's scientist. <laughs> um, no, but like I, I. I'm not super familiar with Riri Williams mm. in the comics. She Either. is one of these kind of new wave Marvel legacy characters, uh, along with like Miles Morales and Amadeus Cho, America. Ch- I mean, I guess America Chavez isn't legacy, but she is new, like mm-hmm. this new younger generation, right? We also have Miss Marvel as p- part of of that, and from like i i i just know the very 
basics about her is that she was in college and made her own uh, Iron Man mm. suit. And that was it. Like, that's all I know about her. Um, so I feel like this was a great introduction. I mm. I loved what we got of her. And so the first thing that I said to my partner after we got, 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 got out was uh, compared to America Chavez, I feel like I know nothing about America. What they did with her in Doctor Strange versus mm. what they do with Riri here in Black Panther. I feel like I know Riri a lot yes. more. Um, yes. Which is unfortunate, I think, for America. But, oh well. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I, she, I thought she was super charming. Trying to throw her heater at Okoye. And like... She just completely gets dragged into all of this, which is, I think, something else that they do fantastically with this movie, right? Mm. Is that despite her just kind of being dragged into this whole plot, this whole situation, Mm. uh, they I feel like they do her justice in this thing. Yeah, because she is the scientist, right? But mm-hmm. she's not the actual person that built this machine. Yes. Uh, she came up with the idea and her t- teacher was like, ah, psh, that'll never work. Like, that's not mm-hmm. going to happen. And then stole the idea. Motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, <laughs> Yeah. Um, Which I think is an interesting thing to have going into the Ironheart show that she might be suspicious of. Uh, any sort of teachers or mentor figures in her life. If she's already been through this with having a class project she worked on being turned into technology that caused like worldwide political strife. Did international incident. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, Yeah. That's going to be interesting, especially with Don Sheetle being in that too. Cause I feel like he would kind of be the mentor role in that in that series. Um, so we'll, yeah, we'll have to see mm-hmm. how, how trusting she is of all of that stuff. Um, but yeah, I, I loved what they did, did, did with her. Uh, yes. I, I, there's just one line I want to shout out when they're going, uh, when they're trying to not, a, they don't want her to like see the Wakandans coming. So, so Koye's like used makeup to cover up her head tattoos. And I like that. It's just Fenty. <laughs> like, I like that for as many pieces of technology that Wakanda is exceptionally good at. Like they don't make their own head tattoo covering makeup for the Dora Milaje. It's it's just Fenty. It's what anybody could go to the store yeah. and get. I th- I just thought there was a nice way to I don't know sh- share credit with other businesses. You know, nice homage to to Rihanna who does a beautiful song for the film. Of course, of co- course, yeah. Um... We, we we get to see uh Riri's garage, uh get to see all the plans. I'm I'm I still have not looked at it, any kind of like Easter egg breakdowns or anything. Oh. So I'm sure there's some some hints and nods at things around her garage uh that I probably missed. Uh, but I am not certain of that stuff yet. But uh yeah, she has her own iron man suit there that she mm-hmm. she made uh and 
it can fly thankfully yeah <laughs> right <laughs> um but yeah then the feds show up they go on the run immediately uh they get split up they get separated they all kind of converge on this bridge uh and it, it, this is when the telecon is is it te- telokin people is that how you would say that or the te- telekonni uh, uh, i don't I'm not sure exactly how, but uh, Namor's buddies. But yeah, Namor's people. Uh, they show up on the backs of whales. They uh, they hop in and uh, they 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 start being like, "All right, we're here for the scientist." Um, and that kind of concludes uh, with Ray being like, "No, no, no! Like, take take me and mm-hmm. and her. Yeah. Don't just kill her. Like, let let, let me go speak to Namor." Yeah, she, yeah, I like that Shuri volunteers, like, take me to your leader. I want to speak to him directly. Yeah, I, I think also by saying her name, like, hi, I, I, I am Princess Shuri yeah. of Wakanda. Like, let me speak to your leader. I think it is like, well, we kind of have to take her hostage now because right. if she is a hostage, that could be a very, very good thing for, for, for us of, of a bargaining chip here to get whatever we want and need uh, and to get the wakandans to cooperate um mm-hmm. so yeah uh, and i think if they killed her that also would have been uh like namor probably would have been mad because then wakanda would have been after them yeah to, like do it. yeah so the whole thing was kind of a mess um mm-hmm. but Immediately after that is when we get the crime scene. Here comes Agent Ross again looking at the crime scene and Val shows up. This is the one specific thing I knew about the movie because I was listening to Little Gold Men, which is an Oscars watch podcast. And they were talking about, you know, if Black Panther was nominated for so many awards, what are Wakanda Forever's chances? And they're talking about how. At this point, there's so much MCU lore that there were things in the movie that they knew must mean something to a Marvel fan, but felt inscrutable to them as as just film critics. They're like, at one point, Julia Louis-Dreyfus shows up, and I know she's supposed to mean something, but I don't know what it is. Right. It's 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 them just not having any knowledge of the MCU, but being like this actor, though, like she that's notable. Right. Like there's something happening here. right? (laughs) Uh, So I knew that going in, but I I, it didn't ruin anything for me. I'm like, oh, I probably could have guessed that. Like, that's just that's the game Marvel's been playing lately. Two people are in anything. You've got a good chance of seeing Val or Wong in most titles. (laughs) Yeah. Good old Wongers. Um, mm-hmm. but it's, yeah, I, I did not know she was going to be in this, but like you said, could have g- g- guessed, uh, but mm. I, I, I think the, 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 I, I just have to skip ahead a bit here because this is, was so f- fascinating. Yes. This is the thing that I, I, the most yes. interesting thing to me about this movie is that we learned that Val was married to Agent Ross at some point. What? What yes, wild. I I, I love this. this is great. I so I just rewatched Black Panther, and there's a moment in that movie where like somebody asks Ross to trust them, and he's like, oh, "I don't trust anybody in this line of work." And you look at him, and you're like, "You are so 
hardened. You are such a man of your career. Like Everett Ross is quietly one of the sadder characters in the MCU because it really yeah. seems like he doesn't have anything going on outside of his job. And so to learn that he was once married to Val makes so much sense. Like she seems like a lady who would suck a lot of your life energy out of you and leave you like really suspicious and bitter. Right. Yeah. And that, I that that nails I it. Love That's th- such a good reveal. And I like that she's still like super nosy about his life. Like she just keeps showing up at his house. We don't know if that's the house they shared or if he's like moved to a new place and she just can get in. She's like, oh, you look like you've been really working out. I'll have to take a ride in your Peloton. She comes out of the shower one morning. She's just making breakfast like in the kitchen. And then when she has put it to. hmm. I I, I was just going to say the thing is, I. Because of the nature of their jobs, I don't know mm. if they really broke up or ended their marriage or relationship because of something that actually happened in the relationship. <laughs> I think it was just the stress of the jobs of like, I know you're a secret aide. Like, I know you're lying to me about stuff. I like, mm. but I don't know what exactly. And so just this amount of. I just kind of always have to be suspicious of 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 you because that is the thing. Like she is still nosy. It seems like they're on okay term, or they they have to be because mm. of the nature of their work. Yeah, right. But even the way she's said, like, "Oh, I'm gonna have to hop on your peloton," was suggestive. Yes, was, was just like, "Oh, right." <laughs> okay, 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 sure. And then when she (laughs) and when she has put it together that he's the one who spilled the secrets on who this top secret scientist was who made this vibranium locator. Like you said, she's standing there in the kitchen and she opens a drawer in the kitchen island and pulls out some handcuffs to arrest him. And I'm like, did you bring those with you for the purposes of arresting him? Or did you just have sex handcuffs in your kitchen that you shared? uh, which one of these is more likely right or 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 is is this also the like like just in case you have that like secret gun like stashed away underneath the that right and just also happens to have a pair of handcuffs right there too like gun and handcuffs in case someone comes in and he can you know subdue them or something there and yeah she just happens to be like i have some handcuffs (laughs) i i love it either way i think putting these two characters together nobody saw this coming this was the number one surprise in the movie for me i think it's such a good touch it's so fascinating i love the way like julia louis dreyfus and martin freeman play off each other i and i love that now we've got the possibility that whenever we see one of them we could see the other one going forward like everything we know val's gonna be in we have a good chance of seeing him too this opens up a whole new world this is as big of a reveal as we have underwater people it's also really interesting to me because i think when val first showed up uh we were looking into like who her character is in the comics and she was an on again, off again, love interest for Nick Fury in the comics. Mm. Uh, and so I, I, I think just the idea of like 
here's Nick Fury, the like world's greatest like secret agent, right? He he's the, he is the the super spy, and then here is sad sack Everett Ross, right? And she was with him instead. It's just like what a twist! <laughs> this is great. <laughs> Well, the thing is that Everett Ross is very competent at his job. He's a sad sack only that you get the sense of like Phil Coulson at least went on the date with that lady who played the cello. Up until this, we knew nothing about Everett K. Ross's personal life and it seemed like he just did not have one. He got up, went to work, went home, went to sleep, thought, dreamed about CIA CIA things, woke up, did CIA things in real life. But but here's the thing though, like, yeah, he's, he's competent at his job but i don't ever feel like he is necessarily like the smartest one in the room like he's he is not the oh definitely not no he he's he's just kind of normal joe schmo he just happens to Mm. be in the right places at the right time i feel like for most of except for maybe his introduction when they have the winter soldier and he's kind of yeah I, i think they mentioned that he's like the expert on him or mm. something or like a, a a specialist or something who knows what but that's kind of the only time where i feel like he is the one that is like in charge of the situation the rest is is just like he just he just kind of happens to be there at the right time <laughs> people right the the joke of everett k ross for me is that in any other circumstances he would be like the lead of his own TV show. Like he seems like he could be the lead of like an AMC series or something. Like he could absolutely yeah. be a protagonist. It's just anytime you put him with the Wakandans, he automatically jumps to the lowest rung of the ladder. He can't climb up any higher. He's so outpaced, so out of his league. And he's still in this like work mode of no, I'm in charge of any situation I'm in. And he thankfully has learned to be like, I, I I really have no control. I I, yeah. I really have to surrender control to you. <laughs> yeah, and on top of all of that, he's they they tease him too. That they're like, oh, that's oh, my constantly. favorite colonizer. There we go. There he is. What a guy. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's yeah. That I that I I think is it's just an amazing m- m- move. Amazing turn of events for the MCU. Great mm-hmm, job, mm-hmm. Ryan Coogler, even though yes. I'm sure that was not your decision to put them together. I, so, I wonder whose it was. <laughs> right. Uh, okay, let's move ahead a little bit here. So we catch up with Shuri, who is now uh, in in the custody of the Talokan people. Uh, and she kind of gets this grand tour in history of mm. the city and all of that stuff. What uh, what the, the history of Namor and his people, all of the, that, 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 that stuff. Um, meanwhile, we check in with Okoye, uh, who did not get captured <sighs> and she gets fired. That <sighs> sucks. The, 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 this the, is heartbreaking. Yeah. That that was a tough moment. At first, I I was like, "Whoa, wait, what? Like, why are you firing her? What is happening here?" And then I was like, "Oh, yeah. Well, she lost the princess. Like, the, yeah, makes sense. Like, there's really no other way to go about that. Like, if 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 it had been more public, she probably would have mm. resigned. In in a, at, at least in like the Western world of like what we know, what would have ha- happened mm. there, 
you probably would have been like, hey, it's either you get like you resign or like I you get hired. Uh, but it, just with the way things work, she's yeah. just like, get out. You're done. It's in the, it, the, the tragedy of like she was knocked out underwater, like f- fighting to get back up when Shuri volunteered. Take me to Namor. So like, like they don't yeah. know. Cherry was not kidnapped. She asked to go meet no more to eat, to, to meet this ruler of this warring country that they're with. And like it, it, like Queen Ramona wasn't there to see how hard she was fighting against these enemies who have vibranium technology when they've never needed to face that before. Like they've always yeah. been the people with the vibranium. So her, all her usual training is, isn't working for her at the level, which it usually does. And in the first movie, when Killmonger, uh, you know, pushes T'Challa off the edge of Warrior Falls and he's the king and Okoye says, like, I did not serve T'Challa. I serve Wakanda. I serve whoever the ruler is. I don't like him, but this is my duty. This is my job. And it's you can tell she's under a lot of conflict, but that she's sincerely doing what she thinks is the right thing. Something that does make sense from some angles that you're looking at it. And. Yeah, that you didn't know that uh, Ramonda still kind of held that against her or like had this in her or like maybe she wouldn't have until like she has lost everybody and until she like Okoye said, I'm going to take out Princess Shuri. I'm going to take her out in the world with me on this mission. I think it'll be good for her to get away. She's under my my watch. I promise I will take care of her. And then she doesn't like maybe like that's what absolutely broke Ramonda. And she's like, and this other thing too. You also did this. I have a lot of reasons to be upset. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh on top of that, let's see here. Uh Nakia, we c- catch back up with her. Yes! She is living in Haiti. Uh she is recruited to stage a rescue mission because of her history infiltrating mm. other countries. Uh and even mm. though it works, Shuri and Mawar had brokered a small piece contingent on Shuri staying uh, and no uh, other Wakandans showing up in mm-hmm. Telokan. Uh, of course, that news hadn't gotten out yet, but uh, here, here comes uh, Nakia and she she stages the rescue. Uh, so Namor ends up showing up in force in Wakanda and acts absolutely is is just destroys just wrecks shop mm-hmm. catches them all off guard uh just wrecks the place um this and is rough. unfortunately this attack ends with the death of queen ramonda here as she's trying to save riri from drowning she ends up drowning oh. herself um so did not see that one coming i i thought that if this movie already had such a big death to deal with that that would be it i didn't think we would lose anybody else and especially after we just lost aunt may like i didn't think we would re- repeat the death of like a, a strong female role model again like it, yeah. like it felt similar to that but i do like what they're able to get out of it and i i do love the queen ramona gets this final moment that is her saving riri williams like she continues to be like really proactive 
She's always doing something. She gets a lot more to do in this movie than she did in the previous one. I I, th- I think it is very fitting into her character. And I, I do like what it does to Shuri. And, and it does kind of make her this weird mirror to Spider-Man in, in a way that, which I was not expecting. was not expecting the weird mirrors to Spider-Man in this movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, man, I, I, I just like thinking about that that whole scene like it, it the, the whole thing i th- think is j- 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 just one tragedy after another at such a rapid pace that i feel like a lot of these characters just don't have time to think or yeah. slow it down or properly mourn and i th- i think that is i i know with Chadwick Boseman's death, they did have to like redo the plot of mm-hmm. this movie. Mm-hmm. They did have to rethink all of that stuff. Um, so I'm I'm wondering if that was partly it, like just the speed of of because I I remember the night the news got out. You and I were recording a podcast, and we had already ended the recording. And we were like, yeah. oh, oh, oh. He, yeah, this, like what? He had cancer. Yes. Like, yes. Oh, just the, the, the speed. At, and that was only one thing. But I think that is what they're trying to get at in this movie of like, hey, these tragedies in someone's life can happen at light speed. And sometimes mm-hmm. you just you don't have a moment to slow down. And properly mourn or or think about your your actions or how you'll move forward, uh, and the problems that that can create, right? Um, I, I think f- even for Okoye, like Queen Ramonda, is kind of l- lashing out, right? And she she mm-hmm. says the reason too, like my whole family is gone. Yes, and so it's it's understandable why she's lashing out, why she's feeling this way, but it's just been one after the other, after the other, that she just, like, she has no idea what to do. Like, she's not actually sat there and mm-hmm. figured out, the, like, she hasn't heard the whole story yeah. yet. There's no way she c- could have, but it's, the, like, I that is kind of the running theme, I feel like, of, of, of just, like, sometimes this thing will hit you, and it, it just, how do I react here um Mm -hmm. because but by the end of the film that's kind of what shuri has to deal with too Mm -hmm. of of like i i i finally solved this one issue but another tragedy presented itself yeah in 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 that now i have to like do 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 i lash out and get vengeance or do i take a moment and sit back and be the later that my people need me to be i'm i'm now this like the the new face of this symbol right like Mm -hmm. how do i conduct my help here so we'll get to to some Mm -hmm. more of those details in a sec here but uh i think we should go back real quick and talk about Halukan itself. Yes. What did you think about all I of this? I loved this. I the scene where Cherry puts on like the big puffy spaceman underwater suit 
and goes down to <laughs> to see the, the the capital city. It's really beautiful, and I like how visually dark it is. Like there's just not a lot of light sources, and there wouldn't be. I like that it's not fully lit up. It's a very magical scene in not a traditionally like magical way, <laughs> like in the movie Atlantis, The Lost Empire, or something. I, I like right, that yeah. she's going down. It, through these like sort of dark mysterious passages and when she gets to the city it is kind of dark but it's so beautiful like you see everybody swimming around and to see these sort of little transactions of like uh, food and uh, i'm buying jewelry and things Sports like that people and stop and wave like at that. her yeah. yeah yeah it's it <laughs> i liked it a lot i i really like getting to to see that city and getting to to see all those people and i like that it has a a, a real effect on her too like she she really enjoys discovering that place she likes getting to know those people and yeah i like that her and namor have this fairly respectful relationship with each other at this stage that they're they're both trying to be diplomatic and namor tells her the mm-hmm. story of his origin of, the, of his people's origin and that the which is so folkloric like it, like it feels like a fairy tale and i like how fairy tale it feels where like a, a shaman had a vision and the vision is we have to ingest this one weird plant and then everybody turns blue and they can't breathe air anymore and they have to go live underwater. I, yeah. Yeah. Now he's the, like the first baby born in this underwater world. And it was prophesized that he would be King and his, he's got this one bracelet that his mother had that was like from her time on land and it's a special relic but he's like i i want to give this to, to princess shuri like uh because when he first goes up on the the banks of that river to like talk to her and the queen he is like it's cool up here this land is beautiful i admire this country that you have uh it, i wish you would have kept it a secret special place because that's how we treat our country and it's been working out well for us so far and I don't like that now that the world knows of your secret, they might be looking out for other secrets. And now my community is in danger. But yeah. I, I I like that he like wants to like Wakanda. Like he wants to like its its land and its people. And he, and he offers her this gift. I I, I think it's noble. <laughs> I, yeah, I like I, that I, it wasn't entirely war. A kinship. Like it, yes, there, there is yes. a, a certain familiarity there especially with giving shuri the bracelet of his mother Mm -hmm. like that that's very personal like that is uh, yes whoa you're giving away that and it's not like a marriage proposal thing Mm -hmm. right uh immediately when he did that i was like "Ooh, is Mm -hmm. shuri gonna replace sue storm (laughs) more is usually obsessed with her uh, yeah, Harry gonna think. When, what jewelry when, do you have left to give to Sue Storm no more? What are you gonna give her? Right, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Uh, so yeah, that that was a a bit of an oddball move in my mind, but of course it does end up being the MacGuffin of like, oh, she can use that to bring the heart shaped herb back, which we'll yeah. get to in a sec here. Um, I I do I do want to say I like that he gave it to her as like. My mother was originally a woman of the land. She spoke highly of the land. Like initially she didn't like that she had to leave it. She had this one keepsake from her time on land. And as another 
like land dweller. Like he just sees her as part of the same community as his mom, sort of just yeah. in that you're from the above world. You, you get to live among like all these grasses and trees and skies and things like that sort of links you with her. That makes you of a kind with her in a, in a very uh, approximate way. And I like that he sort of sees beyond like race and time and things like that to where it's like land lover, land lover. <laughs> you have a connection with my mother. You remind me of her because you're from land. So I have this trinket of my mother's. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I think, like I said, at the start of this podcast, I, I find myself mm. really hard pressed to find even stuff that I can nitpick. I feel like this is where maybe my one nitpick comes mm. in, uh, which is even though I agree with everything you said mm. about just this beautiful moment of seeing the city and the the the, the people in it, the, the the life there is, the food, the sports, the culture, right? Mm. Yo, the it sports. Is, it is just dark. It's so dark. And I felt like. I was kind of hoping for like a brighter look into this world, especially with mm-hmm. him then be being like, I did some magical thing that I brought the sun to my people so that oh, every yeah. day we can have light. It's like, well, if you have light, why don't you use it? Like, I, I just I don't <laughs> like the whole thing is just dark. I could barely see some of the stuff. It's still beautifully shot. It's still gorgeous. Mm-hmm. But I'm still like it, it. It is the like shiny new thing of just being like, ooh, I want to see more. Like, let me go down that dark corner. What's over there? Sports. OK. <laughs> what other yeah, technology I, I, do you guys have? It, like, it's more. It would have been nice. Yeah. Curiosity rather than uh-huh. like, oh, this movie is shot badly and all that. It's, it's too mm. dark. Why would they make it like that? It's just like, I want to know more. Right. This looks mm-hmm, so cool. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that, that, I understand that. My, that. Like, my my one nitpick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. I I also have a singular nitpick with the movie, which I can barely even fight with. But we'll get to that later. <laughs> um, yeah, I I loved the action scene that was happening in Wakanda. All the stuff blow, blow, blowing. I like that the explosions were just like explosions of water, mm. like this, like not yeah. even like. Hey, we have these explosives that work under water and it's still fire somehow. No, it's just this this force of water, uh, which I thought was really, really neat. Um, it was good seeing um, Umbaku out there saving people. Yeah, and, oh, my and God. Stuff oh, like this... that. Getting. I talked about the guy in my audience who laughed a lot. When Umbaku first walks into like the like the Wakandan like throne room and he's eating a carrot, this guy right. in my audience, he's sort of like I am an older guy. He laughed, but it's like ha ha ha! Like he laughed with a sense of like familiarity or acknowledgement. He laughed in a way of saying, "Yeah, that's right." Like, it, <laughs> like I don't know what the laugh was. If he was just happy to see Umbaku because that's his first shot of the movie. Or if there's something about how he's eating a carrot that this guy likes. It's, like, I like to eat carrots, too. That's me. It's very Bugs Bunny. Though, yeah. in, that, in, that, 
sense too. Like, I, I don't know if there's really any kind of connection to be like, I can see how Baco is like Bugs body. But you know, he's always putting on a wig and fooling Elmer Fudd. Looks like we took a wrong turn at Albuquerque, right? Like, I, it, it just in that what. He 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 is very sassy in the way he, he yes. eats that that thing too. So I mean there there is some physical comedy uh with that. But um <laughs> yeah, it's good it, it was good saying them like not necessarily just fighting back, but also in like, no, we, we need to save people. Like go go get the kid here. You take him. Like let's get him up, yeah. up there. It, yeah. it, 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 it it's like he, even him kind of not only being the leader of his people, but being in charge of the army. Even seeing Okoye out there still Joe and this same stuff. Right? It's like their first instinct was to help people, not fight, which I think is an interesting note uh with that i mean they are reacting right they did not know that he was Mm -hmm. showing up um so it's not like they could prepare but just the the fact that they were like let's help the citizens first and then we'll see what we can do after that um i thought that was neat but yeah was not expecting the death of queen ramonda that was real sad we got to see the funeral happening uh, again with her that was Um, so heartbreaking and like so effective to see the full funeral uh, pageantry like the full funeral ritual at the beginning of the movie and then to have everything repeated again so quickly afterwards like it's the repetition of the thing is truly horrifying yeah yeah and that's why I'm curious to know if they actually bury the dead out there in that forest, because later, once they do get that heart heart shaped herb back, they plant a bunch in that same forest in that spot in like a circle of those yeah. stones there. So I, I it just felt like this must have been a significant spot. Like I felt like if T'Challa was buried there or her mother was buried there like to plant those flowers on top of them is kind of a sweet way for them to then continue to give life Mm -hmm. to the people right um but it's unclear so Mm -hmm. there you go uh so let's see wakanda is trying to decide how to respond to the attack while shuri has been trying to synthetically recreate the uh the heart-shaped herb that gave the black panther uh their powers she manages to successfully do it with the bracelet that namor gave her as a gift of course that means the black panther is back uh and wakanda then takes the fight to talokan uh this is where the big battle of the movie happens uh which climaxes in shuri uh kind of wrestling with what to do with her her newfound power uh as well as mm. this vision she had as she drank oh, this mixture yeah. we'll get to that a, 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 a sec here just really confused and angry and just not sure 
how that will affect her going forward here. Uh, so she's wrestling with that. She ends up beating Namor and is about to kill him, uh, but then at the last second decides to spare his life in favor of peace. Mm -hmm. So uh, I took a quick bathroom break kind of right here mm -hmm. where she's working to synthetically make uh, the heart shaped herb. I, I knew exactly what was going to happen mm -hmm. once they introduced like the mix of like she's trying to recreate it at the start of the film and then she gets mm. the bracelet which gave them the powers to breathe underwater and all that stuff i was like oh all right cool yep that makes sense right like that's yeah, the thing yeah. that it is gonna be so i was like all right i, I can go now because i know she's mm -hmm. just gonna be like does this mix work nope does that mix work? yeah nope does this one work it does yes um so i, I, I it I, is a it is a montage i don't think you missed much but it is a montage i like the, i think the song was like very well toned for this She's got her head down. She's been so destroyed. There's a moment. I think she's talking to M'Baku just mm -hmm. after the, the queen's funeral where she says, I, was a, I buried a, the last person scene. who truly knew me. I, yeah. my heart goes with her. Like he's asking her for, for her counsel, for her opinion and like what to do with all these people from the, the flooded parts of Wakanda. And she's like, he's like, what are you feeling? And she's like, I don't feel anything anymore. I, I'm, I'm nobody. I've lost my entire family. Yeah. Ugh, yeah. It's it's rough, but I I I kinda it's 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 very sad the circumstances under which this had to happen, but I think it is fascinating to see this character, this very capable always. And in the first movie, like very energetic, upbeat character. And like after uh King Tachaka has died, they she seems fairly well adjusted given that she's recently lost her father, but to have her also then lose her brother and then lose her mother in like really quick succession. It is like absolutely taking yeah. everything that she has. Like she has nothing else left. She can't do that again. Like she's so wrecked. She's so empty, but she's so like laser focused on doing like an absolutely like everything she can for everybody. She has left for her country for, like mm -hmm. the legacy of the Black Panther role, uh, especially when like we we don't know how much like combat training she's had. You know, she's got her like cannons on her These arms things, and like, yeah. the, the, like the battle of Infinity War. Like she's got like some uh, they're not in Infinity War. I think that is the end of Black Panther, the end of Infinity War. She's just in the lab with <laughs> with vision. But like she's good. She's, we've seen her do some fighting, but we have we've never been shown like, oh, she's been trained to be a warrior surround warriors but we don't know exactly everything she knows how to do we know that like has not been her life's path so for her to adopt this out of such like harsh necessity and duty and for her to sort of combine like i'm gonna be the absolute warrior and the absolute scientist and i'm the only person left for the throne like it's so much like crushing pressure on her like i said it's really sad circumstances but i think it yeah, makes absolutely. for a really interesting character study and like a really interesting journey she goes on within this film. And I like how she just start to, to put some pieces back together by the end of it. I like that they don't leave her in this emotional state for too long. Yeah. Um, so yeah, she takes this mixture uh, to get the mm -hmm. powers of the black Panther to, to test it out and see like, Hey, 
the like scientifically it should work but let's mm-hmm. see right uh and part of that ritual is yeah when she drinks this stuff she has this vision to connect with her ancestors to go to the the ancestral plane um and her she's expecting to see her mother or t'challa or her father like Mm -hmm. just someone from her family instead Mm -hmm. she sees killmonger I immediately was just like, oh, shit, here we go. Like, I was I didn't know that he was going to be back uh, in this one. I know there were theories about is Killmonger coming back in some way? You know, he was buried in the ocean. Is it possible that like uh, Tolokan people found him and like were able to heal him? Is he coming back to life or is he just going to be? In the ancestral plane, it, you know, in some other like from beyond the grave form, I so you, you could have seen it coming that he was in the ancestral plane. But I'd like that when she goes there, it's a way different tone than we've yeah. seen in any of the ancestral plane visions from the first movie. It feels again kind of scary. It's very unnerving and eerie in there. And yeah, she like walks around the throne. She can see there's somebody sitting on it. And you turn around and it's Killmonger. He's the only person there. They're inside the throne room. They're not even in the field with all the panthers in the tree. There's right. nobody yeah. else waiting for her in the ancestral plane. It's only this cousin she barely knew who she is turning into in all of her, her vengeance and her rage. Yeah. Yeah. Like that is the, the thing. She's wrestling with what to do next do i just immediately lash out and take care of these enemies right these people that Mm. attack like there there is like as a strong later you kind of need to do something about Mm -hmm. that right like you 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 need to be prepared you need to have the strength to then go get them back or who who knows like she she needs to do something so it makes sense on one hand to be like yes why wouldn't you go get this namor namor guy um but then she's also but like but my brother was a better person than you and he's kind of the one that i looked up to yes. to be like my moral compass like shouldn't i be more like him and in his own way killmonger is like well did he really get shit done no mm. he's not here right now i'm here um yeah and yeah i think hurry is confused and scared and she's still angry and has no idea what to do Except for, look, I just at at the very least, we know they're coming like we we mm-hmm. need to prepare. We need to get weapons out. We need to do something. Mm-hmm. I now have the power of the Black Panther. We can go get him like we have a chance mm-hmm. to, to go do this stuff. Um, So at the very least, capture him. But like like she hasn't decided that yet. Like she has still she's going out there at least with the confidence of like, we can do something, mm-hmm. but they don't really have that full plan there yet. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, I liked this 
fight scene a lot. I liked how they had these like sonic emitters that that yeah. got the uh, I, I keep wanting to call them the Atlanteans because that's what they are in mm. the comics. Uh, but the Telokin people up out of the water so that their 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 faces weren't in there. Yeah. Um, and, and 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 then immediately once their heads are all out above water, they're just up there like shooting them and they're climbing up the boat and they send the the Dora Milaje down. It's a great fight scene here. I like all of this stuff here to to think that like like I like all of the stuff that is both technology and not technology in this mm-hmm. movie. That's a weird way to say that. I'm not sure exactly how, but like there's a scene earlier on in the movie where they're coming into Wakanda and these like panels rise up and it's just this thin layer of water in these panels. And then the people start like yeah. drumming out this drum beat. And that's what opens up the force field mm-hmm. into Wakanda. I was like, that's brilliant. That's awesome. That's so cool. In the same way, they're like most of Wakanda is on this like giant warship. Um, Mm -hmm. And you think they'd have some kind of railing for the people like for the Malaje to like hop Mm -hmm. off the side on that rope to like carry. Nope. They yeah. don't. Instead, they get all of uh, Mbaku and all of his men t- to just stand there and hold the, the oh, uh, ropes. Oh, yeah. Which is great. I loved that scene. J- j- just see them just stand there and be like, I am yeah. an anchor. I am a rock. I am not going to move an inch here. Uh, and then all the wire work that they do just flipping around there was awesome. Well, what did you think of, of this uh, fight here? It's it's got some excellent stunt work in it. I, it, if, you, if you didn't like how dark the Talokan city scene was, this is very brightly lit. It's in the middle Absolutely. of the day. Yeah. And they, I think they just take a warship out somewhere in the Atlantic to sort of meet the Talokans halfway. So I think that's the only slightly underwhelming part is that it's like the physical set piece doesn't have a lot of, of nowhere, meaning yeah. to it. Like we don't know this part of the ocean we don't know this ship we never even really go inside the ship it's who's fighting around the outside of it yeah. but i i do kind of li- i do like this sort of in the water out of the water fight that we've got going uh and i i like that the final battle between shuri and the more uh out there in the desert well we do go inside the boat because they've built that like dehydration chamber because they're like, he gets oxygen that's, from that's the air the and from that's the water. That's one of their like airship oh, things. They've specialized it. Right, to, right. Like suck out the moisture in. <laughs> Get in, him into in the, the suck room. It's <laughs> <laughs> the only way we can defeat him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but and 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 then it's that ship that crashes into the dead de- desert uh, where the, the, like they're they're not they're like a football field's length mm-hmm. away from the ocean uh and that's just that that's where they have their 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 big final fight just one-on-one cherry gets stabbed uh looks like she's almost done but she's like no i am not giving up and she's about to do the final blow um and 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 then it's just like i you know what I i don't think this is the person i want to be 
Mm-hmm. And I, I think she makes she, she makes a good decision there. Yeah, I I love when she's just thinking about the the Wakandan people in the like they're in the city and like just flicking back and forth between them and the people she saw in Talokan. Like these are these yeah. citizens are the same. You know, they they like sports, they like food, they like making and selling things they like community they're helping each other there's little kids playing around like she thinks about how she doesn't want to see anything happen to the Tolokan community like what has happened in the Wakandan community with it being flooded also why that we've gotten two flooding based superhero movies this year with this and the Batman big year for floods <laughs> yeah indeed but indeed the- I really enjoy the editing of her flipping back and forth between those things. And like she sees her mom and there's a shot of like uh, Namor's mom, which like mm-hmm. Shuri wouldn't have seen her. And this is a scene that's uh, ostensibly from her point of view. But maybe we are kind of looking into Namor's yeah. head. Yeah. Or, or if it's like a sort of a, an omnipotent thing for the audience. Like it's Namor. It's like a shot of Namor's mother we haven't seen before where she's on land. She's sort of like leaning down offering her hand almost like to him like coming out of the water which is like a shot that like that wouldn't have happened like she went below water and then lived the rest of her life there it's the sort of like imaginary vision of something that didn't happen but it's a really beautiful evocative shot in there mixed in with everything else yeah and then we see a shot of queen ramonda in the ancestral plane uh, even though she's not connected to the ancestral plane. And again, we don't know if this is, uh, did you reach out? Like, are you connected? Are you so like physically hurt that you are almost slipping into unconsciousness? And when you do that, that's when you access the ancestral plane. Or is it truly like something she's imagining or seeing in a different way, seeing her mother there reaching out yeah. and saying, no, Shuri, show him who you are. Yeah. And she yeah. she chooses to show mercy or to say, I will make sure nobody ever finds your people. If anybody tries to attack you, like they will have Wakanda to answer for, but don't come back here again. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And so they, they go back to the boat here and they're like, everyone stop. We're going to go get shawarma. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Right. right. It's no more yelling to his people. Like, all right, everybody, good game. Pack it up. (laughs) We got orange slices in the back. And uh, yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah no i i i i like that ending like it it's not mm-hmm. in, and it, it it is this kind of emotional mirror and it will not even that but a a, a yen and yen. i feel i feel like this is in response to civil war right where it is mm. these two k- k- characters and it looks like cap is about to do the killing blow yeah and the struggle between these two characters is that Tony guards his face, thinking that mm-hmm. that's what Cap is going to go for. Yeah. Like, like he would ever go for that. Yes. But below. But then, yeah, he ends up just hitting the, the heart there, right? And, and like it's this defusing the situation in a way that these characters thought they knew one another but did not mm-hmm. and then here's mm-hmm. a like a, a, a in response 
to that of here's these two characters almost in the exact same situation, except they didn't know one another, mm-hmm. but they feel like they do. They they have that like we said that like kinship mm. that that familial just you, your your people are like my people yeah uh, in in all sorts of different ways they're they're they just want to eat they just want to play sports yeah. they don't want to have to think about all of it they don't want to be led by these terrible people right that go out and are vengeful yes. and murderous and stuff like that like we just kind of want to do our thing mm-hmm. um, so yeah. that's that's a nice comparison to that final battle in civil war i think for a movie that is so insular to itself uh, and doesn't have a lot of larger mcu connections like it's like we said earlier it's like if you know the basic outline of uh infinity war like even if you haven't seen val before you're gonna figure out who she is like this is really so much about the the black panther section of the story but there are parts that are these sort of echoes to other mcu stories we've got the scene where riri flies too far up and it's very much like that scene in iron man we've got the sort of parallel to no right we've got the parallel to no way home where you're yeah, your your female caretaker, this par- literal or metaphorical parent in your life dies, and you are driven to near murder against the person you you blame her death on, even though that's mm-hmm. never the person you were before. We've got this moment, like in Civil War, in the very beginning of the movie, when Shuri's trying to make a new heart shaped herb, and one of her scientists tells her you should really go be with your brother. And she's like, no, 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 I have to keep working. Like that made me think of Peter Quill at the very beginning of Guardians of the Galaxy, where he doesn't want to reach out and hold his mom's hand. Like, yeah. I like this movie is so successful at being absolutely everything it needs to be and not really and like having the space where it doesn't need to serve a lot of grander MCU things, but also having these very poignant echoes to these unrelated movies that came before. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so that that kind of clears up m- most of the main movie was that they're, they mm-hmm. they they just kind of figure things out, go back home, uh, do all of, all of that stuff. They send Riri back home with a a brand new. It's still the same car, but it's been restored. It is pristine and shiny. The paint job looks immaculate. Uh, she can't keep her uh, big Hero Six suit that she built there in Wakanda. But she right, gets to yeah. go back to MIT and p- build another suit in the TV yeah. show. Yeah, she now has all sorts of uh, inspirations that she can pull mm-hmm. f- f- from with that. Um, yeah, and uh, I think Shuri is her journey's not com- complete, even though she she spared. Uh, Namor's life. She's still trying to decide what kind of leader she's going to be to her people, um, as well as if she's even gonna be a leader yes. to her people. Because we we do get another scene out on that cliff of um, Warrior Falls. Where they, where, yeah, they, they they can challenge for the throne, and um. Baku shows up and is, is like, yeah, she's not going to be here, but I'm here and I'm challenging for the 
throne. So does yeah. that mean there's no there's no contest and he is now well, this is, the king of Wakanda? I, I it definitely seems like he did that with her blessing. Like I can really understand where she's like, I don't want to rule at least right now. I can't be in that space. I I need to go away. <laughs> like I yeah. need to just chill out at Nakia's for a couple weeks. Yeah. Or, or longer. I really understand that. But also I have always been curious, like, are there any like cousins like besides Killmonger? Is there any other distant relatives of the Wakandan royal family who could show up? Like I we've spent so much time with this immediate family unit. Like did you know, did, did does Ramonda have any siblings? Does she have nieces and nephews? Even if they wouldn't inherit the throne, like, do you have cousins? Like, like who is the rest of your family? I I really <laughs> am curious about the extended Wakandan royal family, if there is any. Yeah, uh, or if what any I understand that might other, be like, like way too much to get into. If these other like council members have family members that would want to challenge yeah. and do stuff like that, yeah. um, would be inter- interesting to know or think about. But um, yeah, that's kind of where the main movie leaves us. Uh, however, we do mm. get a mid credit scene here. Well, the the movie ends with she she goes to visit Nakia when she's back in Haiti. Uh, where, where she's been like mistress of a uh, she's been like headmistress of a school seems like mm-hmm. a good environment for her she looks very happy there beautiful school full of plants I liked getting to visit it but uh, Sherry shows up there and she's going to do the finally do the ritual where she she burns her funeral clothes and it's a really lovely scene and she has mm-hmm. all these memories of T'Challa and I understand why metatextually it's a big montage of T'Challa, but given the other losses in her life from a character standpoint, I would have liked at least one or two shots of Ramonda and T'Chaka in there as well. Like yeah, I, I absolutely. understand this is us saying goodbye to Chadwick Boseman, but I felt like Shuri is mourning other people besides her brother. Like can, just like what? Just any picture of like the family together. I, I really would have liked to, that to be included. That's my one little nitpick. Just yeah. remember your your mother also in this montage, please. Absolutely. Yeah, that that makes sense. Um, I mean, that, that might be the next step, right? Of Just like whenever yeah. Black Panther 3 comes out or whenever. Because I think they're also doing a Disney Plus series yes. somewhere in Wakanda and around that that stuff. So that mm. you know that might be part of that stuff where she is like, all right, I dealt with the death of my brother. Let's move on to my mom. Like let's deal with that stuff. Right. Yeah. Um, one thing at a time. I definitely understand that. Yeah. Like she couldn't Yeah, she never completed her grieving process for Tajala. I do understand where she's like, I have to think about one family member at a time. I, I'm okay with yeah. what happened to my father. Uh, I, I can't move on to my mother until I figure things out with my brother. Gosh, that's so sad. <laughs> the, uh, yeah. And the end credits are her clothes burning, like these really tight close-ups where you're like inside the fabric as, as it burns through to pieces. It's beautiful. It like really thematically, is, yeah. it is one of my favorite end credit scenes the, the MCU has done. It's, yeah. I really and love the visuals. Rihanna's song on top of that the whole thing was just beautiful it was Mm -hmm. great i Mm -hmm. liked it a lot yes the mid-credits scene Mm -hmm. here um i i I think 
in the theater that I was in, I feel like people were expecting more uh, that they weren't super satisfied with the mid credits scene. And then we're we we stayed for the like all of the credits. uh, Yeah, I I always do. Yeah, I knew that there was not anything after that, Mm -hmm. uh, but was still looking for for the like Black Panther will return. Right. Um, I love to see that every time, even if I know it's going to be there, like it gives me some peace of mind to sit there and physically see so-and-so will return at the very end of a movie. I stay for that every time. But I felt like my theater was kind of just like, that was it? Really? Which I I was like, well, I know you guys like this was that mid credits one was a great scene. I I liked it. I I can understand. outsiders more casual fans saying like oh there's always one at the end right but also like people who are more in the know knowing that this is the final thing in phase four maybe there's some big kickoff ending phase four i'm not counting the guardians of the galaxy holiday special which is just like the whipped cream and cherry on top of phase four but also i know they were talking about how there was only this scene in screenings but there were examples of past MCU movies where certain post credit scenes were removed from early press screenings and were shown for the first time when the movie was officially released. So, yeah. like, maybe there's something really huge that they are saving for the official release. So I, I can understand people waiting around to see if there is another thing. For but this sure. was yeah. beautiful. I like that it is like it's got plot implications, but that's really not what you're thinking about. This is a purely emotional hit here at the end of the end credit scene. And this is where I was crying. Yeah. And it's understandable, too. So uh, Shuri, of of course, is in the middle of burning uh, those clothes uh, when Nakia walks up behind her to check in on her. And she is holding the hand of a young boy who's about five years old uh, and introduces Shuri to her son. Um, and her son happens to be the next heir to the Wakandan throne. He introduces himself as Toussaint, uh, which I guess historically Toussaint Louverture, I'm not sure how you to say that Mm -hmm. last name, uh, was a former slave who led the Haitian revolution, uh, in the 18th century. So he has a namesake here, uh, with, with, with that name. But then he says, that's not my real name, though. And he says, my Wakandan name is T'Challa. And I was like, oh. <laughs> Prince T'Challa, son of King T'Challa. I, yeah. This really got to me. Like, It's, I think, the perfect finale to this movie. I think it's a really lovely tribute. I think entirely original. Like I was hearing, like T'Challa has never had children in the comics. He's never gotten to that point. There's one like animated movie, like Next Avengers, yeah. right? Where and but, yeah, but yeah, then there's there's been yeah, no and, history and it was, with that there. So and it is something I wondered watching the first Black Panther movie, looking at him and Nakia, like what level is your relationship at? How how does the king court? Is there some ritual where it's like, oh no, you don't have sex until marriage if you're the king, or like, are you boning? Nice to get the confirmation. Yes. perhaps a very petty shallow question to be asking but i was asking it and i am very grateful to have an answer in like the king bone (laughs) right doth the king bone (laughs) (laughs) 
but the look on Shuri's face, like I, I, Aunt May leaves. Another aunt is here. An aunt persists in the MCU. I, I'm an aunt. You know, my brother's much older than I am, which is something in the story I've always related to. I, I do like that there is a sizable age difference between T'Challa and Shuri. That's how it is in my family. I don't see that a lot in media. These just like big age gaps between kids. I really Mm -hmm. like that. And I, so like, you know, having a brother that's much older than I am, he had a kid when he was pretty young. I've been an aunt since I was eight years old. Mm. Like, I remember, I just thought about when my nephew was that age. And like, now my brother's got a daughter. I've got a niece who's this same age. <laughs> She's the same age as Toussaint. She's like six. And I know, just like how much they lift my spirits and how much, like, no matter how bad of a mood I am in about anything, like visiting her will fix it. Like. This is absolutely what Cherry needs. This isn't going to fix all of her problems, but th- she's in such a deep, dark hole. This is the the ray of light she needs. Like, it's so... I, I think it's a beautiful addition to the franchise, uh, to, the, to the larger narrative within the story and outside of the story, honoring T'Challa and honoring Chadwick. And, and I, I'm very happy for Cherie to, to, to have that. I, I, I related to it. Yeah, I, I, cr- I cried ant tears. I cried ant feelings. Yeah. It, yeah, it, it is this like happy, joyous moment mm. that is she's also kind of in disbelief. Like what? He had a son five years ago. Right. How yeah. Did I not know about well, yeah, this, so, right? Yeah. So it seems like she was pregnant uh, at the time of the snap. And maybe I don't know if she had already. I think she, she left shortly after the snap being like. I don't know if they are dead. I don't know what happened. Now I am carrying the child that is the one heir to the Wakandan throne. I don't want him to be born into being the one heir of the Wakandan throne. I want him to right. grow, live a peaceful, normal life. But like know about Wakanda in a way that like Killmonger never got to have. His dad told him about Wakanda, but it was this far off distant place. You know, right. it seems like Toussaint's got a more... Uh, like a more healthy connection with, 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 with his homeland and with his legacy. And I like the, the first thing Sherry asks is, did my mother get to meet him? And, uh, and, and she did. And well, it's, it's, it's very sweet. It's so well done. That kid is very cute. Yep. I, I, I love it. I couldn't have imagined a better ending. I don't think anybody saw this coming and it was the perfect thing to give us. <laughs> Absolutely. Cool. Best way to end this movie. It was good. I I enjoyed it a lot. Um, But yeah, I am excited to see what happens down the road for Black Panther. Uh, If Shuri is going to keep the suit, uh, all of that. Here's the one other thing that we have not talked about in this yet. Mm. uh, This is the one thing that I thought was actually bad in the film. So bad that I blacked it out in in my thing. Uh, That suit that Okoye gets i'm with her that thing is ugly that thing was yeah i don't i don't like the look of it but then i saw a panel from the comic and it seems like that is kind of how it looks in the comic but i I get look i I, yeah (laughs) i imagine that the next time we see her maybe with shuri gone she like goes back to those other scientists in the lab and she's like can you make this like, over? This? I, I don't want to yeah. look like this anymore. She, Shuri's not around. She won't yell at you. I'm your general. Change this costume. I think, it, yeah. 
but 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 yeah that was the the one thing i mm, had a great mm-hmm. time with this looking f- forward to what's next uh yes. especially as we go into phase five uh and, yeah. and i i think i think right now phase four has really felt with or felt with has felt like mm. just this exhalation of tension yes. and yes. Per- and pressure as well as just kind of sending these tendrils out into other mm. areas we've yet to explore younger characters that might be explored yeah. later on buildings of potential new teams out there and stuff like that and it's it's going to be interesting to see where the mcu goes next and to see if they really will get people in like it's the avengers but it's not all the ones you remember exactly yeah. it's going to be new ones is that going to have the same punch is that going to have the same staying power as this first set did here so it's going to be an interesting ride for sure yeah i during season uh, phase 4 has been very transitory like it's needed to be so many different things like be going through these transitions of we're on disney plus now now we have these shows you we we, we have these pandemic delays that we're dealing with we're like right. closing the door on certain things we're starting a lot of new things it's been kind of a, a grab bag in a way that i don't really mind like we did so much exploring and trying new things i really like how bold you know this phase was able to be even if it wasn't always the most cohesive, like I'll take that. That's okay. It's very understandable. And I think we're in a very good footing for the start of phase five. I, I had to tell you, it was so nice to get to see the quantum mania trailer on the big screen. I loved yeah. it. That's that going to be a great time. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, well, th- there you go. I think that is kind of it for our thoughts and reactions and spoilers and all that good stuff for, Black mm-hmm. Panther Wakanda forever. Melissa, do you have any kind of final thoughts? One final thing. Loved the sense coming into the score. <laughs> Excellent use yeah. of sense. Way to go, Ludwig. <laughs> good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, well, with that, Melissa, where can the people find you on the Internet? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at WilkieWit. That's W I. W-I-L-K-Y-W-I-T and listen to my other podcast Saturday Morning Obscurities this is a show I co-host with my younger brother Jams and we talk about weird old kid shows you feel like only you remember to acknowledge the passing of another great superhero uh, we haven't recorded it yet but we're going to do an episode on Batman the Animated Series in honor of Kevin Conroy yeah tragic news yeah lots to deal with in one week yeah so uh, if you guys want to stay up to date with me, I'm at Yo Kyle Springer. Uh, and of course, if you'd like to stay up to date with all of the stuff that we do here at the Whatnots, we are at the Whatnots on Twitter. Uh, so please go like, share, and subscribe. You guys know the deal with all of that. Uh, if you are watching this on YouTube, we got a couple other videos right over here that you guys should go ch- check out, and that would help us out a ton. Uh, yeah, this has been number 93 of the Whatnots Reactor Core. We will see you all next time. Bye. Bye.